Welcome to episode one of the Achieve Mentor Show, the show for fitness coaches and aspiring personal trainers. We're your hosts, Lauren and Jason Pack, and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space. Today, we'll be talking all about how to get into the personal training field. We hope you're excited. Let's get into the show. What is up, Achievers? So this is episode one of the Achieve Mentor Show, and basically what we wanted to do was have a separate show dedicated for fitness professionals and personal trainers and aspiring personal trainers as well. Um, We realized that we were fielding some questions in our standard Ask Achieve show podcast, which is really geared towards the general public and the general population. But we were throwing in some personal training questions that we just happened to like, and we just realized that it was becoming a little bit convoluted a little bit. So we wanted to make sure that we had a little bit more direction, a little bit more specificity with each podcast. So this is going to be a podcast, hopefully it's going to be a weekly thing um, where we uh, field actual personal trainer questions. So hopefully we help out you uh, fitness professionals out there. Yeah, we're actually, we're really excited about this. We like talking about both both topics a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. We really love talking about general population training just because that's what we do on a daily basis and what we've done for the last 12 years. But more recently, we've been working a lot more with aspiring personal trainers who are looking to hone in on their craft and and asking us questions about training different populations or how to program and things like that, which also really excites us. And and it's really fun to answer those questions. So we're very excited to have a specific place to answer those questions instead of you having to go into our podcast and search for like where might there be good information for me versus, and like, cause a lot of the information in the achieve, uh, what is it? Ask a Chief Show. <laughs> I was like, what is our other podcast called? <laughs> a lot of the information there is probably a little bit too basic for you, maybe some information that you already know, and so it feels like you're just kind of searching for those moments where we're going to help you out. Now, hopefully, this whole podcast really is geared toward you and is going to be much more helpful. Yeah, totally. All right, so we're going to go through um, some questions that we had gotten during one of our Q&As that we did on Instagram. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so the first one we got, um, this one we get asked quite a bit is, the best certifications and seminars uh, for someone who already has a certification. And actually, let's just go into um, if someone doesn't have a certification. So um, I would say the three most popular ones are going to be um, accredited certifications um, from the National Academy of Sports Medicine, the uh, NASM, um, the National Strength and Conditioning Association, NSCA, and the ACSM. What does that even stand for? ACSM, American Council Council? for Sports Medicine or something like that? Yeah, I think that's exactly it. So those are the three that we typically recommend. Um, Whichever one you choose doesn't really matter. Um, Just go with um, any one of those and they're going to be accepted by nearly any personal training facility that you go um, and uh, uh, apply for, apply for a job with. Um, Moving beyond that, uh, kind of our first tier of um, specialty certifications. So this is an important distinction. Just because you, you have your CPT doesn't mean that your educational process ends there. It's actually just the beginning. It's just the baseline minimum requirement for you to enter into the personal training industry. From there, what's going to separate you from other personal trainers and really further your knowledge is going and taking specialty certifications from organizations that really... Um, specialize (laughs) uh, in certain areas of the uh, health and fitness realm. And so 
uh, uh, three certifications that we really like. The first one being the Functional Movement Screen. And this is put on by Functional Movement Systems. And this is basically a tool to help you assess movement and basically just give you an, a greater understanding of how movement works. And the Functional Movement Screen is just a way to um, kind of screen your clients that are coming in and help you just to get a starting point for where they at or where they're at physically. Yeah, and I think the we encourage all of our coaches to go to the actual certification or do the online certification, even though we could teach them easily how to do the screen. Mm -hmm. We can show them the seven movements of the FMS and teach them how to do it, but it's really important to go through it and understand what you're actually looking for, understand why people may move in certain ways and, and how to start to gear their programming around the way that they move. Um, so we think it's just a really, not, not just learning the screen, but actually going to the certification is a really beneficial thing to do. Yeah, and I think um, if it's possible, Possible, trying to attend a live certification as opposed to trying to learn the screen and trying to learn through the um, their online certification process because you kind of have to like just have to play around with the kit a little bit understand yeah. where to put things and uh, it just helps to be live for this particular certification definitely um, the second one that we really like to recommend is a uh, strong first uh, especially the kettlebell certification at first um, this one is you know, before we go on to barbells and dumbbells with our personal training um, clients and members, we like to go with body weight and kettlebells first. We think that kettlebells are going to be a lot more um, easy, easier to adjust um, than a barbell, for, for example. So, you know, for someone trying to get down into a barbell deadlift, um, they're going to have to really conform their body to the barbell. Whereas someone trying to lift up a kettlebell during a deadlift, they can really get themselves over the kettlebell and really uh, maneuver the kettlebell in a certain position so that it works best for that individual. And so basically with the kettlebells, you can really optimize the load and the position of the load in order to suit the individual, whereas the barbell is just going to be a lot less forgiving of that. Um, so we think strong first is the gold standard in terms of kettlebell training. Um, we're probably a little bit biased because we are instructors within Strong First as well, but um, I think it's pretty widely considered the, the gold standard in terms of kettlebell hard style training. Yeah, I mean, we we only became instructors two years ago, like team leaders two years ago, but we've been going to the certifications and recommending the certifications for a lot longer than we were team leaders. Yeah. So it's not, we're not recommending it just because we work for them now. Um, but definitely, I mean, the three-day kettlebell certification is just unlike any other certification out there. Yeah. It's so hands-on. There's so much learning. It's actually very physically demanding as well, which isn't always like necessary, we don't think, for a certification. But it does make you have to really learn the skills that you're going to be teaching. And you have to really be able to figure out how to program in order to get stronger with kettlebells. And um, we do think that it, there's value in having to actually go through and perform some of these movements on your own. So it's just, yeah, definitely if you're going to be using kettlebells at all, even if you're not going to be using kettlebells that much, there's still so many principles that you'll learn, principles of training that we just think it's super, super beneficial. So yeah. definitely recommend And same things. thing with uh, the functional movement screen. We can teach our uh, our new hires how to swing kettlebells and how to go through um, some of the kettlebell moves, but there's something very unique about the Strong First certification because it is so physical, physically demanding that there's just like this energy involved where everyone is like commiserating together because they're like their like hands are like just like super raw from all the kettlebell swinging and their like hips are tired from all the hinging and deadlifting and swinging. 
and it's just there's just a lot of like camaraderie and just like like hyping each other up throughout the whole process and you just really make just a lifelong friends and you just have these connections and bonds with these people um, because not only are you learning mentally but you're learning physically as well um, and it's just a really cool cool certification to go through yeah and one of the best things about this industry is having connections and having other people that you can bounce ideas off of or like Jason said or commiserate with um, <laughs> but yeah it really does give you this network of people who are just on your team and that's really cool yeah um, and then the final certification in the first tier um, is what uh, is what's called the Certified Functional Strength Coach, the CFSC. I always have to slow that down. It's like CFSC. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one was created by uh, Mike Boyle as well as some of his top trainers, um, I think Kevin Carr and Brendan Rierk um, and Marco Sanchez. But basically, they, they came together to create this certification that was almost like what Strong First has done for kettlebell training and barbell training, but more for just athletic training, sports performance, and also just like coaching in general. Mm -hmm. um, they've really put together um, just, uh, just uh, I think it's a two-day workshop where they put together just progressions, regressions, how to coach and cue people, and just some of the theories behind movement training and stuff like that. And it's just a really good, just real-world application um, to kind of what you might learn in a personal training textbook, but how you can apply it to the general public as well as um, a more athletic population as well. Yeah, this certification didn't exist when we were newer into the industry, but definitely is something that we would have taken yeah. like, very early on because it just gives you a, a really well-rounded approach to working with athletes. And also, I think they do a little bit of working with general public as well. Um, but I think the biggest thing there is probably the way that they approach coaching. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that you'll learn there. Yeah. I mean, we, we have all of Mike Boyle's DVDs and we've been to mentorships where we were there for four days straight learning from um, him and his team. And then also um, we were part of his online mentorship program. So we, we know that the certified functional strength coach kind of like puts all that together into a simple digestible format. So we're, we're, we're all about it. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then beyond that, do you want to talk about precision nutrition? It's kind of like a tier two certification. Yeah. So obviously this isn't going to be something that you necessarily use on an everyday basis um, just as a personal trainer, but people are going to inevitably ask you about nutrition if you're a personal trainer. They just assume that you know at least a little bit about nutrition. It's something that they know they probably need to work on if it's something that if they have a goal of either gaining muscle or losing weight, anything like that. Um, so hands down the best certification out there for personal trainers who don't want to go through an entire four-year undergraduate degree to get a nutrition degree is the Precision Nutrition Certification. And this is by John Berardi. Um, I first did this certification, I think it's close to 10 years ago now. It was when they very first opened it up. Oh my God. Um, Jason is the one who convinced me to do it. He was like, you'll like it'll separate you from, from the pack. And I was really interested in nutrition at the time. And it was, so it was their very first launch and they had like this big discount, but we were in college and I think it was like it was $800, $800 yeah, and it was, it was a, a massive uh, investment for me, but it has been absolutely worth every, every penny. And I, we highly recommend it to anyone who is going to be working with people um, in the general population because 
it gives you not just an understanding of basic nutrition principles, which is great. Obviously, you want to have. So it gives you an understanding of like how much protein someone should generally be taking in, how many carbohydrates, how much fat, and what sources of those things are best, and all the, that information that as personal trainers, we typically do already know, but it's still a nice refresher. But the best part of the PN certification is their approach to coaching um, nutrition and their approach to working with clients uh, who want to have more information about nutrition and they do such a good job of building habits and working, you know, one habit at a time instead of doing diets. And it's just a really, really comprehensive plan for how to put together a program for somebody for nutrition. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that if it didn't come out at around that time, we probably would have gone down the rabbit hole of making things so scientific and counting yeah. macros and optimizing nutrients and stuff like that. Um, and this really put into perspective that it's all just about human psychology and habit-based um, eating and just uh, it, it just really opened our eyes to that world and it couldn't have come at a better time. So it, it's, it's, it's a really fantastic um, certification. Yeah. So if anyone's going to ask you anything about nutrition, which is like 99% of the time that's going <laughs> to happen, definitely that, that would be the one to go for, precision nutrition. Yeah. Um, and then the next one is um, a certification through USAW. Um, so if you're interested in weightlifting at all, weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting has really um, become a lot more popular um, through CrossFit. Um, and the moves look really cool, basically. <laughs> um, and USAW is definitely the gold standard there in terms of Olympic um, Olympic weightlifting education. I would uh, definitely recommend trying to attend a workshop and seminar with uh, Daniel Camargo, if at all possible. You can follow him on Instagram at Camargo underscore Oli, O-L-Y. Uh, but he's just one of our favorite Olympic lifting coaches. So you definitely, definitely go check out um, a workshop with him, especially if possible. Yeah. Um, and then I would say the next tier beyond that are strong first level two, strong first barbell. <laughs> kind of like that strong first rabbit hole is uh, kind of uh, what we recommend to um, our employees. Um, and then also mentorships at um Mike Boyles, like I was saying before, as well as at Exos. Exos is widely considered the gold standard of athletic training. They often work with um, uh, NFL combine athletes, M uh, the Major League Baseball players, just like sp sp athletes from all realms of sports. And they, they're, they're partnered with Adidas, and they just have like this incredible mecca in Arizona where they've got like uh, – they've got uh, – ice baths and pools and physical therapy and nutritionists and chefs on hand like basically their athletes get there and everything from their movement preparation to their strength training to their recovery to their nutrition everything is mapped out and dialed in and it's just like a, it's just an unbelievable um, machine that they've created over there we haven't gotten over there for their mentorship just yet but we've heard unbelievable things about how they've systemized everything with their athletes to a T so um, one of our coaches Emily just actually got back from oh yeah mentorship so we're excited to delve into what she learned there and yeah hopefully someday get out there ourselves. yeah <laughs> Um, okay, so we've just talked about you know all these certifications, and it can be a little bit overwhelming, especially if you don't even have your baseline CPT just yeah, yet, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk about how to actually get into the personal training industry, and just kind of like you know those certifications are important to have in the back of your mind, and to understand that there's 
much more education beyond just having your initial CPT. Um, but we don't want to discourage you from being like, oh, I have to do all this and spend all this money on education. I shouldn't even get started in the first place. That's definitely not what we want to do. So that segues us into uh, some of the questions that we received during our Instagram uh, Q&A. Do you want to read a couple of them? Yeah, Lauren? so these all kind of go in the same direction. So one was, what do aspiring personal trainers need to do to get to your level, qualifications, degrees, etc.? The other one was, what is the best way to gain experience personal training? And then, love the idea of helping people get started and reach goals. How much experience is needed to start? So yeah, there's a lot of overlap there with those questions. And uh, we'll just basically rehash some of the, um, the comments that we made to those questions. But I think, I think number one is that you have to have a passion for helping others in some capacity. Um, but beyond that passion, I don't think there really is a prerequisite in order to just get into the personal training industry. I mean, be, besides having a CPT. Um, so I wouldn't really overthink that whole process and think that we have you have to go through all these certifications to even just start to work with someone. When Lauren and I started, we all we had was our CPT. And I think you were in like CPT in training, right? Because yeah. you're just like... Um, you were you were in school at the same time, so yeah. They actually hired me when without any certification. Yeah. Um, as a, I don't know if they like. I think I had to wear a different shirt or something. <laughs> um, Did I? I don't think so. Yeah. I can't remember at this point. It's so long <laughs> ago. But yeah, I was actually studying for my CPT while I was already starting to train people. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that was required was that I had CPR certification. Yeah, and so, so like like looking back on our training, like I mean. We did, quote unquote, everything wrong. Like we had people being on BOSU balls and kneeling on stability balls because like the balance stuff was all the rage uh, those days. Um, but our clients still got results because they understood that we really cared for them, right? Yeah. And again, that's prerequisite number one, making sure that your clients know that you care for them first and foremost. And if they can feel that and they feel that energy, they know that they have someone in their corner and the results are gonna multiply just exponentially, even if you had all this knowledge in the world and if you couldn't apply it from just like a human psychology standpoint, it just wouldn't translate, right? right. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kendrick's giving us some trouble right now. <laughs> Uh, so that's number one. Uh, passion is the prerequisite and nothing else is really needed um, beyond having your CPT. Uh, number two is to now do a little bit of kind of like reconnaissance work and basically reach out to any nearby studios, any nearby commercial gyms, um, and basically anywhere that you might have a potential to work for and basically ask them if there are any like apprenticeship opportunities or internship opportunities or even just employment opportunities and just say that you're an aspiring personal trainer. Um, you don't have, um, you know, you might have your certification, you might not have your certification, but what you do have is just a lot of passion to enter into the personal training industry because you just have a lot of passion for helping others. Um, and basically just go on that route. If you don't have any certifications or degrees or whatever, that's the route that you want to take. And to be honest, as um, a hiring person in the fitness realm, that's really what we look for. We look for personality, we look for energy, and we look for passion in the field, not necessarily what qualifications that they have, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't even really ask. Like, if they that's put true. it on their resume, that's great, but our interview questions have nothing to do with um, what certifications do you have or, like, I know that there are definitely gyms that their interview process might actually include, like, take me through a, a personal training session yeah. or things like that. So there, you, there's... 
you need to have some level of, of knowledge when you go in for an interview, but as long as you are a relatable person who shows passion and shows empathy and shows that you care for the people that you're going to be working with, that's always going to be the most important thing that people are looking for. Yeah. Um, so just keep that in mind that, that your personality is, is what's going to make you stand out, not necessarily how many certifications you have. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> reaching out to a lot of different places basically just kind of diversifies, um, you know, how many locations that you could potentially look at because more than likely you're going to get um, rejected and get a lot of no's initially. Um, I got... I rejected on my first personal training, you know, application process. Um, uh, ended up getting hired for my second one, but I'm looking back, I'm glad that that happened because now I have some experience in that realm. And just to know that not everyone just gets their first gig right off the yeah, bat. Yeah. Um, so just know that you might get some no's along the way, but as long as you continue to reach out, um, you know, I ended up finding um, a personal training uh, place uh, called Boston Sports Club about. 40 minutes away by train from where I live. So you might have to reach out a little bit further um, than, uh, than than more of a local one, but you just reach out to as many places as you can and you will find some opportunities. Yeah, and then while you're reaching out and while you're studying for your certified personal trainer certification and um, kind of just like getting your your bearings, we highly recommend starting to train like your friends and family for yeah. free. Um, it's just a great place for you to start. It's a great way for you to start understanding what kind of questions might come up or what kind of um, things that you might see when you do start training people um, in a gym setting. Yeah. And so the more that you can get your family and friends involved, which they most likely will be happy to because they're going to be like, oh, free personal training. Awesome. <laughs> um, it's just going to give you some good experience and you don't have to be afraid of like messing up or anything like that because it's it's your friends and family. <laughs> yeah. So literally just like going on Instagram or Facebook and just saying, hey, I'm looking to get into the personal in the training industry and I kind of need some guinea pigs to get myself started. Um, if there's anyone that wants a month or two of free personal training, please contact me you're probably going to be inundated because most likely your friends and family are aware that you're very into health and fitness and they're going to be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'd love to help them out and also get some value in the process. Um, and basically, you know, I think there's this whole thing of like uh, guarding your time and knowing your worth. But right now you just need the experience and you need the confidence. And so if you can display confidence that you know what you're doing to a potential customer because you've developed that experience and developed just like an understanding of how to work with people and just knowing these little nuances of how to work with people, it's going to make all the difference when you actually start out to sell and just market yourself to other uh, potential prospects. Yeah. Um, and then once you do get your job, your first job, and just make sure that you don't feel too overwhelmed with all the stuff that you don't know. That's really easy to do and especially after people like us just listed out like 10 certifications <laughs> that you should get um don't get too overwhelmed by that try to understand that the only way to get better at something is by doing it more and so the only way to get better at training i mean obviously getting these certifications is going to help you but really the only way to get better is to just train more and gain more experience because that real life experience that firsthand experience with your first client who comes in and their their knee hurts that day like figuring out how to work around it and what to do like it, it's all going to come from just doing it more often and having more of those experiences so don't be afraid to jump in and get started because yeah it's yeah because you can definitely overthink it and analyze it and then just like hum and ha and make sure everything's perfect and then like just two years later you're like 
oh, I'm, I'm still not actually working with people. So the best thing you can do is just dive in and it's, it's, it's such a learn by doing um, career basically. Um, and then, uh, you know, I was gonna say actually, for people, m more than likely if someone is um, thinking about becoming a personal trainer um, later on, more than likely they probably have just like your average job, right? Probably like 40 hours a week, full-time job If they're thinking about switching careers. Yeah. yeah. Um, if that's the case, we wouldn't necessarily just like quit cold turkey at your 40 hour a week job. Um, if possible, it would be ideal if maybe you can drop down to slightly lower hours, maybe like 30 hours a week. Um, but if that's not possible, you're going to have to put in just a little bit more time um, outside your normal uh, 9 to 5 type of position, which is actually works out well because people want to train at 6 to 8 in the morning and 6 to 8 at night and on weekends because that's when they don't work. And so basically what we want you to do is just gain an understanding of if this is the right field for you or not. Because, you know, just, just because you're passionate about health and fitness and working out and strength training um, doesn't mean that you have the right uh, persona for this um, career because it is, it's, it's really demanding and it's not really talked about. But basically, I mean, imagine working with someone one-on-one -on -one or in a small group setting or in a large group setting and you're really giving a lot of energy, a lot of attention to that person and you're doing it just hour after hour and it becomes um, draining after a while. And so you really need to do a lot of things in order to basically upkeep and just do self-care for yourself. And if this is not a basically you're not really fit for the role, then you want to make sure that you understand that and not leave yourself vulnerable by just quitting your full-time job just because um, you think that you should. You really want to just get your feet wet and just be like, you know, I think I can do this. And then as you start to get more and more clients, then you can start to drop more and more hours or just basically work as much as you can until you realize that personal training can actually field you um, a, a full-fledged career and then you can eventually drop your your full-time career, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's based, it, just understanding that it's not just like fun and working out all the time, <laughs> but actually a, a very demanding industry. Um, but as long as you're, again, passionate about it and you realize that your persona fits the industry well, um, then it's just become so, so rewarding. Yeah, and then those hours become kind of insignificant in terms of like your overall happiness, right? Like yes, it's, yeah. yes, it's, I mean, for us, like we're not morning people even still, um, <laughs> even though we've been working at 5 a.m. or getting up at 5 a.m. for the last 12 years, yeah. <laughs> we're still not morning people, but it, so it's not like our natural state to be like up and, and energetic at 6 a.m. for our first class, but because we love it so much, we still manage to, to do that every day, right? So yeah. it's just about, you know, does your passion over, shine like some of those obstacles yeah exactly exactly yeah. Uh, super good point um <laughs> uh i think that's probably pretty good right there yeah i think that the the beginning is a little bit more practical in terms of, of this show is a little more practical in terms of like which certifications to get and what route we typically recommend in terms of continuing education but i think the second half is also extremely important in terms of understanding that it is just it just comes down to passion and it comes down to really being committed to this career as a career and not just as like a stepping stone or as something that you think is as a job before you get your real professional job. Like <laughs> yeah. this can actually be a real career if you really put in the effort and if you really have the passion for it. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're going to start fielding questions for this podcast specifically. Um, 
So keep an eye out for on our Instagram stories. We'll ask for specific questions from personal trainers um, just so that we can understand what you guys are looking for um, from us and how we can help you. So definitely keep an eye out for that and definitely send us any um, messages at Achieve Fitness Boston on Instagram if you have questions specifically for this podcast. And... Until next time, (laughs) peace, love, and and muscles. muscles.